We headed to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Hello and welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number four and we welcome in our very special guest, Greg Woodman. CEO and founder of Infinity Connection, instructor of entrepreneurial leadership, the guy who brought you the cardboard stand-up Joe Paterno, and most importantly for our conversation today, the author of the great book, Why Penn State. Greg, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, Jim. Thanks for having me. With all that going on, I'm really impressed that you have time for us, so I appreciate it. You're a busy guy. But I, I first of all, I really enjoyed your book. I, re- I read it in one sitting. I, re- I really did got all the way through it. And what I found so interesting was that you take a look at that why Penn State as, as a marketing person. So instead of just how and what, it's, it seems like it's the why that creates the greatness. Can you explain that? Sure, Jim. Um... Many people have said it's more of a branding marketing book than necessarily a historical perspective of the 80s. Um, I I was a student here at Penn State at the time, uh, taking a lot of marketing classes. And so in, in doing student products, uh, T-shirts started in Penn State 1978 when they were in the Sugar Bowl, Penn State number one in 78, um, How Sweet It Is T-shirts, you know, and so... I was taking classes on marketing, studying Nike, studying the great brands, and then here this state school was becoming a global brand. Uh, from the players, uh, from Keith Jackson coming on Saturdays to winning a national championship in 82 and 86, and the whole success with Honor, it was just fun to be a part of it while creating products around it. It was interesting, you made that comparison to Nike and how the branding, a Nike will consciously say, here's what we're going to do. We're going to brand ourselves this way. I don't think Penn State consciously said that, but it was just the end result of everything they did, correct? Oh, yeah, well said. It was very organic. It certainly wasn't manufactured by a Penn State marketing department, yet I will say that the Joe Paterno approach and the values and how he recruited you know, I guess it's how he sat in people's living rooms and in their kitchens and recruited students and, and sold them on this high value, graduate first, student first before athlete, you know, and as he's interviewed on 60 Minutes in 1978, you know, I think it just organically became, uh, well, the, the, what became called success with honor in the grand experiment, it just resonated as a very aspirational vision and dream that captivated the nation, uh, uh, you know, and so it, it just started snowballing. And then as the players, even from Franco Harris and the Pittsburgh Steelers in the 80s, um, they just represented the values. And it was it was much more than football. It was about the holistic education of these student athletes that I think caught the fancy of, of so many people. Now, you use the 80s as the decade to demonstrate all these things, but I'm assuming it started earlier than that, 
but the '80s is just the decade that it exploded, right? Yes, the um, the the '70s. Well, it started in the '70s or late '60s, you know. And I think in '78. I mean, I, I stress that in the book when when '60 Minutes, the number one show in America, on Sunday night, did a a feature on Penn State and the student athletes, and it was right before the Sugar Bowl, which they unfortunately lost to Alabama. But when Harry Reasoner was here in that fall, you know, just brought the cameras here to this beautiful college town, interviewed the players, interviewed Joe. Um, they fought for the national championship, lost, but it, it then started snowballing when certainly when they won the national championship in 82, and then 86 against Miami, which became the number one college football TV sh show ever. Um, that was kind of the apex where the whole good guys, student athlete, really hit a global kind of brand at that point. So it really hit in the 80s where the stars aligned. You know, Joe Paterno speaking at the, the convention, nominating Bush in 88. Uh, Joe's trustee speech after the national championship. I mean, everything aligned, success with honor. Um, the 100-year the anniversary happened in 86. I mean, just a lot of things. First night games. You know, college football becoming just such what it became. You called it the apex. Uh, in my question here, I have written down, I have it called the pinnacle, that Penn State-Miami game. It was good versus bad, good versus evil, Miami showing up in the fatigues. It drew such an audience. Do you think young people, I know you talked about it in the book, but do you think young people who really weren't around for it could understand just how big that was. And this was before social media and everything else. The fact that they had to move the date of the game, they pushed it back so it would be on alone, the only game that night, that this was more than just college football fans. This was the country watching this. It, it was must-see TV that Friday night. Um, the whole storyline, the whole narrative that you talked about, I mean, it was a... It was it became a national and a global story. Uh, good versus evil. All that's right about the ideals of college football against what became kind of uh, uh, what's wrong with college football, if you will, uh, with the Miami's approach and their branding. You know, so I think that's when the love affair really is the pinnacle hit that Friday night when we were the. The, the David against Goliath. I mean, a Hollywood scriptwriter could not have orchestrated. I mean, this whole organic story, you know, the best writers in Hollywood couldn't have like documented that week that led up to that game where the Vinny Testaverde, they were favored by multiple touchdowns. And then somehow good old fashioned defense, Shane Conlon, you know, another poster boy for the student athlete. I mean, it was just, as I talk to anyone when I'm signing books or whatever, everyone's heart was just jumping out of their chest that Friday night. And uh, I, I've never seen a game quite like that with the drama, with the national press, with the, I mean, it was on, it was, it was big. And, and, and Penn State was right there, David slaying Goliath, good versus evil, you know, the university, uh, you know, I think that's when the brand was solidified. This whole Penn State story, as you said, it's more than just football. This is still the success story of the blue-collar kids, the the first kids of their in their family, the first generation to go to college. 
the kids from Altoona and Johnstown and Pittston, I think are the, even the towns that you mentioned in your book, that's the success story, not just of the football team, but of the whole university. But the football team was just the, uh, the front door, the front porch that the country saw. Exactly. And, uh, you know, and, and, and we do talk a lot about that. These towns from Pennsylvania, it was, it was almost like all the players were from Pennsylvania. And you, know, you had the Philadelphia, the Pittsburgh, the Johnstown. You mentioned Cephalo and Pittston. And, uh, you know, we, we had Blackledge come in from Ohio in 82. Um, but the whole melting pot of Pennsylvania in its own way is the unique story here is that all these kids, a lot of them wrestlers in this great wrestling capital of the world, you know, all come together, you know, and, 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 and we're the front door to the university, which at the time we talk about with, with the trustee speech that Paterno gave. Now, here's a football coach lambasting the trustees in a speech, which we, we have the full excerpts in the book, the full speech. He's saying, OK, we're number one in football, but now let's be number one in every department. You know, he, he kind of gave his John F. Kennedy speech by the end of the decade, we're going to be on the moon, but let's by the end of the decade, let's become a world-class university. And with the graduation rate that was always neck and neck with Stanford and Notre Dame, you know, I, I, I kind of mentioned that we almost became an Ivy League kind of brand. Even though we were a, a state school, everything elevated. Everything elevated and it, it kind of fed on each other where it got in. There was this desire by the trustees, by the alums to so we started fundraising big in the 80s because the state cut our, our appropriations. So we had to learn how to do fundraising. And again, William Schreier, Paterno, the donors, everybody rallied. Every success begets success. And so the front porch, football, national TV, the storyland the storyline inf infected everybody in a good way that fundraising started. Innovation Park was launched, you know, by the end of the decade, a research park. It, everything just snowballed. And that's why, you know, I, I the subtitle of the book, Why Penn State, is why the 1980s gave Nittany Lions a common cause, culture, and shared values. Just using that word culture, I think it's so important to our university and with all this good feeling, I hate to bring it up, but the university, we took such a major hit now about 12 years ago. And from the outside, that may have changed the way the perception of from the outside looking in. But from the inside, is this not just Penn State's ability to bounce back, both the football team and the university as a whole? Is it not from the inside we have that built-in culture. We still have that mantra, success with honor. And that carried us through probably the nightmare of nightmares. Yes, uh, yes. The North Star is there from that culture. You know, and I think the hiring of this athletic director, Pat Kraft, uh, you know, he, you know, uh, the new president, you know, I think the North Star is our culture. And that got us through the dark days because you go back to what you stand for, where your values are, where, where you're... Your, your your values are and that North Star is going to come through and it's in the premises it started in the 80s and I think it's going to be here for hundreds of years tied to that that base all right before we go on if our listeners want to get the book why Penn State 
It's whypenstate.com. And if you check out using code KSN, you'll get free shipping. And I can tell you right now, the book itself, my favorite part, I got to say, I love the interviews with Joe Paterno through the years. They are fantastic. Some great quotes from there, aren't there? Right. Uh, you know, plus it's 256 pages, four color. It's got the full Are You a Penn Stater guidebook in there. It's got the Twins poster. It's got a lot of novelty products, and it's a lot of a lot of fun. Arts Festival, Gentle Thursday, Regatta, a lot of a lot of lifestyle stuff from the 80s. All right, that's whypennstate.com, KSN at checkout. And if you don't know what Greg's talking about when he talks about the twins at the monument <laughs> at the Lion. Get the book, find the page with it. You'll understand why I recommend it. All right, thank you so much, Greg, for joining us. But that's it for our show. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you join us next time on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Thanks, Jim. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. In his book, Why Penn State, author Greg Woodman takes readers on a trip back in time to Happy Valley in the 1980s, a unique era of gridiron success and rapid expansion that gave our university its modern identity. Whether you're traveling down memory lane or discovering old states past for the first time, this compilation of rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews helps you explore the why behind We Are. Start your journey today. Order online at whypennstate.com.